Hello and welcome to the Unorganized and Lost podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and I'm here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. Today's episode is a solo episode. I am talking to myself and we are going to be talking about fear. I don't know why I said we. It's like you and me are talking to each other, but in reality, I am talking to you and you are just listening. So... The reason I'm so awkward at the beginning of this one is because I have been avoiding doing this episode for probably months. I've had the idea for months and I have been avoiding it at all costs. I think I've even mentioned it in podcasts saying that I will do an episode on fear and then I just, oops, never did it. Yeah. Okay. Well, today is the day. I'm finally doing an episode on fear and we are going to discuss why I was scared and or nervous to record this podcast into um, what I've been fearful of. So we're going to start with this. We're going to start with the definition of fear. An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Okay, so the reason that I am going to talk about fear is because Every time I talk to people about unorganized and lost and deciding if I really want to go full force or if it was still just kind of a hobby, I kept making up excuses. And I realized before attending an event in June, when was that? Anyways, I attended an event in June. I knew going into this event that I needed to kind of figure out Okay, if I'm going full force into unorganized and lost, then I need to evaluate why I haven't in the past. So, you know, doing some soul searching and trying to figure out why I hadn't gone full force into unorganized and lost. And it's not that I wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't that I wasn't trying. It's that I wasn't, again, going full force. I didn't have any mission. I didn't have any structure. I wasn't doing podcasts consistently. And... After some soul searching, I realized that the reason is because of fear. And it's not the kind of fear that you would expect. Uh, I realized from a very young age that if I don't put my full effort into something, and I'm just, hold on, I'm getting closer to the camera. Okay. If I don't put full force into something and I fail, then I always have this great excuse of, well, I never tried that hard. I never went full force with this. So it is okay that I did not get straight A's. It is okay that I wasn't a great soccer player. It's okay that blah, 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 insert, insert excuse, I tended to do this. In school, it kind of was probably where it started because when I was younger, I was actually pretty decent at school. It wasn't something I had to try that hard at. I think I got my first B and I could be making this up. Like I probably should fact check myself to make sure this is true. But I think I got my first B seventh grade and maybe my first C in eighth grade or something. And I started to realize that I needed to learn to study because things like math and whatever got to get more complicated because at such a young age, I never had to study. And then when I should have been studying and learning how to study, I still didn't fail. 
I just kind of kept cruising by, you know? Got into high school, still got, I mean, I was a pretty B student. Got some A's every once in a while, got some C's every once in a while. Um, you know, having an older brother that was nice enough to remind me that C's get degrees. The whole point is, is that because of that, I never really had to learn to study because I got away with it, getting through high school, getting B's and graduating without really needing to study. Anyways, the whole point of this, as I rambled on, is that whenever I didn't get a good grade, it was like, eh, it's whatever, I didn't even try. If I got a good grade, it's like, oh, it's whatever, I didn't really try that hard. Is that I realized from a very young age, once I started soul searching, that I loved to not give my 100%, so I had that backup excuse when I either failed or didn't do as well as others, and the comparison game came into play, I could say, didn't even try that hard. So, fast forward, again, I could explain the same thing with soccer as well, um, playing sports growing up, but when doing the soul searching, when trying to figure out why I hadn't gone full force with unorganized and lost since I've had this company and idea since 2017, is the fear of having to go full force and truly failing anyways. I needed to accept the fact that if I go full force into this, and by full force, I don't mean quitting my job, I am not making enough money for buying it. Uh, I'm talking about just putting in consistent effort where I'm posting way more podcasts, I'm talking about the product, I'm putting more effort into the product, and truly putting myself out there more and giving it my all. And the thing is, is that I've been doing that. It's still terrifying. I still make excuses to people like, oh, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing my best. Again, working full-time while starting a business is really complicated. So I'll give myself that, but I am finally putting more effort into it and trying harder and getting more guests and putting myself out there and being on social media, which for me is terrifying. I would rather not have to be on social media. I would rather not have to be the face of the company and not have to be the voice, but it is my voice. I am the one here proving you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams and getting lost isn't always a bad thing. So here we go, put myself out there. What's an interesting thing I heard about fear is it's the same feeling when you're excited and when you're fear, fearful. You get the same butterflies in your stomach. It's taking that into consideration and then doing it anyways. So what's interesting is I was actually talking to someone at a different event that I was at recently and they were talking about meeting people and putting themselves out there more, trying to make friends, trying to network, things like that. And we were talking and I was trying to explain to her one of the best things you can do to meet people, in my opinion, if you want it to be kind of random or in specific scenarios, is go to a bar and try to make sure it's one that would be the clientele that you kind of want to meet. And I mean, you could do it at a bar that you don't want to meet the clientele just to practice. But basically what you do is you sit at the bar and sometimes it helps to not be in your hometown, if I'm being honest hotel bars, um, airport bars. Again, you don't need to drink. That's not the point of this. It's just a place where people sit alone. Tend, they tend to sit alone and are more willing to talk to people. 
go sit at a bar, find a good vibe. And basically, if you do drink, order a beer, order a drink, whatever you like to drink. So basically, she had asked me, okay, how do you overcome fear? And what's interesting is that growing up, I've always been more outgoing and I've had a lot of people be like, of course it's easy for you. You're so outgoing. My understanding is that people think that means there's an absence of, like, there's no fear in me. And that's not the case. I just choose to do it anyways. Because sometimes it is worse to not do it than to just be fearful of it. The outcome of whatever you're scared of is literally can't be as bad as just not trying it. And honestly, I'll do a lot for a good story. If it turns out to be the most embarrassing thing ever, it's probably going to be a dang good story you can tell someone one day. And the interesting is, is I have met so many fascinating people sitting at a bar because people are more open and you can meet people that are in your industry. You can meet people that know people in your industry. So it's not just a dating thing. It's also a networking thing that could be really, really beneficial. And it also teaches you to talk to strangers, which is what you're not taught as a kid, but a good way to figure out how to talk to people that aren't always your friends and colleagues. So it was interesting because when she asked me, what do you do with fear? I don't know why I came up with this, but without a flinch of a reaction, I told her, put it in your beer. It could be your water. It could be your martini. It could be whatever you're drinking. Put the fear in there. Take a sip, deep breath out into the beer, into the mar martini, into the margarita, whatever it is, into the water, the club soda, whatever you're drinking, and just let the fear go because you can always effing leave. If you really want to, you can pay for the drink ahead of time before you even try to start talking to people. So if for some reason it just goes south, just, just run. I mean, why not? Gets awkward, you're like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> and you just leave the drink or chug it and leave, whatever you need to do. Um, yeah, so it's not that I have no fear when it comes to specific things like that or talking to people. The biggest thing is, is I just overcome it because it's not worth holding on to the fear. Like, I would almost regret more not doing it than doing specific things because of fear is holding me back. Well, you know, needing to have my own pep talks here, um, that's kind of what I realized I needed to do with my business is I needed to go full force into it and start figuring out, okay, the main reason I'm struggling right now is that I need to get my podcast out there more and I need to meet new people and I need to network more. So started figuring out different networking events I can attend, figuring out how to talk to people more, figuring out how to broaden my scope of who my guests are, which has been so exciting this year because there has been so many different people on my podcast sharing similar messages in the sense of like they're successful but they were unorganized and lost getting there and they're unorganized and lost figuring out what the next step is. And it has truly brought joy to me being able to do this. It's also stressed me out. Um, I was trying to think of this week what I was gonna do for a podcast and I've been so down in the slumps because, not down in the slumps, that's dramatic, but I've just been struggling because I didn't, didn't think I was doing anything here. I was like, what's the point of even recording a podcast, let alone doing a podcast? Here comes the fear back. And I got a text message from someone. She complimented me and told me she's been listening to the podcast and said that she has found it so helpful for her. And 
it came at such an amazing time for me because I needed that more than she realized. And I know this episode is about fear, but I'm going to take a quick second to talk about that. The thing I don't think our society does enough is that if you think of something nice about somebody, about what they're doing, about what they're trying to do, about what they seem to be passionate about, it couldn't have taken her more than five minutes. That's an aggressive amount for a text message, but we're going to say five minutes to sit down and write me this beautiful text message that truly touched me because that's how she was feeling. And I do my best to do that. I'm very big on thank you cards. I really love texting people out of nowhere saying, hey, saw your post. So cool. Love what you've been doing. And it might seem lame or it might seem like they don't care or why would I text them that. But you don't know who you're touching by reaching out to people. And the other thing is, I think it's a huge thing to stay connected with friends because, or family, or whoever else you want to stay connected with. I've had a lot of people who say, you know, how do you stay connected with people in long distances? Do you ever try to text them? Do you ever try to call them? If you never try or put any effort, then yeah, it's never going to work. So if I could challenge you today to do anything, we're going to do two things. One, we're going to try to do something out of, that you'd normally be too fearful of, whether it's going to the movies alone, whether it's asking a girl out, whether it's asking a guy out, whether it's, you know, taking your dog to training because you have been struggling. Um, I don't know, whatever it is, something that you've been fearful of, asking your boss for a raise, do that this week. Number two, text someone you care about something positive that has nothing to do with you've been talking about, that you've been following or they've done for you or write a thank you note to somebody, mail it to them. Because let me tell you, a handwritten note means more to people than you could ever understand. So yeah, um, I am also sweating because I'm so scared of doing this dang episode, but you know, here we go. The reason that my business has not been doing great and I haven't been working that hard at it for the last however many years, which I started the podcast only last year, is out of fear. So this is me trying to get over it and trying to explain to people that we're all scared and we're all human and sometimes it sucks that we have to go through it, but do you know what? It is pretty amazing when you realize that it's for a reason. So again, I'm your host, Michelle. This is Unorganized and Lost, and I'm here to prove you don't always have to be organized to follow your dreams, and getting lost isn't always a bad thing.